just don't record for a day or two and I forget what I'm doing. Welcome back to the Beautiful Mess Podcast. I am your host, Nash, and today we are doing our year-end review. We're going to talk about 2023 as this year comes to an end. I just wanted to share all that God has done in me, through me, for me, just all of it. This year has definitely been a year of growth obviously but like the biggest growth that i've ever seen and it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows god had to show me to strip myself of myself and come face to face with my sin just the lies my flesh the lukewarmness just everything that i was dealing with it was not looking pretty i definitely went through a pruning season this year and i'm just grateful Because even now at the end of the year, I'm still in a season of waiting with the Lord and I'm still being pruned. There are still some hard things that are being shaken off and that I'm giving to the Lord, but my faith has been the deepest it's ever been on my walk with God. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, God's not done with me yet. He has not given up on me. He is still waiting for me, working through me. And... That's the the greatness of our God. That is his faithfulness. There have been so many beautiful blessings this year and also a lot of struggle. And, you know, it's one thing to just be normally struggling. Like, you don't know the Lord. You're kind of just living in the world, sinning. Like, you've never had that relationship with God because you don't know any better. But it's a whole other thing to be, like, back and forth, you know. And before this year, and even about five to six months into this year, I thought I was doing all that, like all the right things, going to church, seeking after God, and God woke me up, and where did I find myself? In a dangerous place. I was with one foot in the world and one foot with God, and honestly, there's no such thing. You can only be in or out. The middle place is still the out place, and that's not a place that you want to (laughs) be. Also, I'm sorry if my voice sounds a little scratchy. I just woke up like an hour or two ago. So yeah. And back on that point about, you know, being in the middle, I heard someone say that the middle place is like physically being on a fence, like you're sitting on a fence between the two places, between God and the world. And guess what? Satan owns the fence. So you may think that it's not the worst place to be because you're not in either, but being on the fence is also being on the out. So yeah, you can, it's like either or. You can't really just be in the middle. <laughs> you know, since I gave my life to the Lord back in 2016 and I got baptized, I thought I was in the clear, but I kept going through these phases of rebellion and struggle with the same things over and over. And as I mentioned before in the salvation episode, our you know our walk with God is so much more than just being saved and going to church. So we're going to get into the nitty gritty. I'm going to share all that God's done and all of his goodness and we're given glory and honor to God and I am choosing to do so even in this season that I'm in right now because from the outside looking in you might not think that there's a lot I don't want to say bad like there's a lot of struggle going on I God's been teaching me lately to find my joy and my strength in him because he's the same no matter what is going on in my life and I I spent so long attaching I spent so long attaching my happiness, my joy, all these fleeting things in fleeting circumstances. And whenever things would go wrong or change, I was a mess because now I had to adjust and try to reattach these feelings, these temporary feelings to temporary situations. But our God is forever. So 
the second that it became clear to me and it's still a struggle like i i you know things happen with work and i get upset but then i gotta just slap back into it and remember oh stuffy i gotta snap back into it and remember who my god is who is walking with me and that he promises me strength through it all he promises me joy through it all as long as i come to him my strength comes from the lord and that is a major theme of what i'm dealing with now on the tail end of the year but let's go back of course my prayer today is that by sharing my 2023 chapter in my journey with god it shows all of you that are listening how good god is in every single season i also pray that if any of you are on the fence this may be your wake-up call to walk into the new year on the right side honestly it's the only side where you're going to truly find life our anchor scripture for today's episode is Revelation chapter 3, verse 19, and it says, I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference. Ooh, did the Lord correct and discipline me this year. Mm, I was getting my booty whooped, left and right, <laughs> because like you're gonna go through the same cycle of sin and the same struggles over and over again until you pass the test, you know? God's definitely gonna, not that he, you know, God doesn't tempt us, but he will try to teach you the same lesson until you get it in your thick head. This year, as you could tell by the episode, God said, let it go. That's That was my, my key phrase to focus on this year. And initially when, you know, I felt that God was telling me that 2023 was the year of let it go, I'm thinking in my head of like, okay, let go of the worry, let go of the stress, let go of the striving, like just like very basic things that I was thinking of, but God wanted me to let go of everything, <laughs> people, um, mindsets, my flesh, like let go of the world, let go of all the things that I, I knew and that I tried to cling to for comfort and control. God wanted me to like just let go of my life to die and he's been shaking things off of me and you know god is graceful he's not gonna tell you let it go and just wreck you all out like with everything all at once it came in stages over the year of different things that he was bringing to my attention that i needed to let go of that was not right that i needed to give to him and that i needed to confess there was a lot of confessing that i did and might i say there is so much freedom in in your confession like your your close-knit people that you have that are walking on this journey with god with you the the people that god has brought on your journey with you the confession the honesty the rawness the people that you can just break down with that is so important and it's so crucial and that's why the enemy tries to get in our heads and bring disunity and and make you feel bothered by the little things with your best friend or with somebody at work or whatever because there is power in community. There's a scripture where two or more are gathered, I am there. Like there's a reason why Satan tries to attack relationships and attack mindsets because if he can just get in a little seed of a thought of doubt or of annoyance or anything and it builds resentment, that's one relationship that's gone down the drain that the Lord intended for good and for power. And I've experienced that in my friendships, in even my relationship with my husband. Like, the enemy knows how powerful two people f on fire for God are, so he's going to try to get in the middle. And I just hit my elbow on my desk. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> All right, we kind of sidetracked a little bit, but let's, let's kind of take it back to the beginning. So coming into 2023, I remember feeling 
a different kind of weight and pressure, not a negative pressure, but I just felt a tug from God to make, to start making changes, like seriously start making changes. What I now have come to learn, because I did, I always tell you guys, I spend time in prayer and, you know, spending time with God to download in me what I'm going to talk about in these episodes. And as I was writing and praying and talking to the Lord, he told me that I was feeling the pressure of having been sitting on this fence for so long and I was feeling the pain of it. That fence was starting to crack my booty. Like it, it was that that weight of, okay, which way are you going to go? You've been sitting here for so long. It's starting to hurt. Your butt is hurting. You need to get up. You need to move. You need to go sit somewhere else. It was that kind of pressure that I was feeling in the year and I didn't really know it until now. And it's so crazy too, because while I was preparing this episode, oh, I could cry right now. While I was preparing this episode, I pulled down my vision board because I make a vision board every year and just going over, <laughs> shoot, just going over and seeing some of the stuff that I put and the, the scriptures that I put, like I didn't realize what putting these things meant and how it would play out. But that's just a testimony in itself to how God may do something in a way that we don't expect, but he still is faithful. He still gets it done, you know? We'll get into that more later, but... You know, as I said, I was living on and off, lukewarm, on fire, like just back and forth. I struggled with my foot in the world, like trying to be in both sides. I struggled with drinking in excess, being drunk a lot, like trying to party. A lot of that happened more in 2022, but I still struggled with it a little bit even in the beginning of this year until like midpoint in the year, around May, June around like the halfway point so it was that and then also I didn't get married this year until March so in the previous year remember I'm I'm sitting with God you know making this vision board and he's he's like oh you know God is so amazing like he already knows he's he was putting the answers in front of me before I even knew the questions that I needed to ask myself and the topics and whatever so prior to being married and you know I did mention that there was a period of time where God did redeem you know, my relationship where we did stop being intimate before marriage. But again, that was something that I dealt with before. And I also dealt with it a few years before in my first quote-unquote relationship, having sex outside of wedlock and also lust and self-pleasuring. Like that was all things that I still struggled with. I also struggled with trying to fit in, pleasing others, caring too much about what other people thought of me, being offense, offensed, being offended, and also just wanting to be on everyone's good side. I I would feel such a hurt and a pain whenever someone was upset or annoyed with me or even something small like a, a, a comment that might have not been 100% nice or good would wreck me and I was like, I would take it so personal, like even like crit like criticism or feedback, it, it really got to me and it made me feel like insecure and hurt and not good enough um i also on you know just kind of going down the list my uh rap sheet <laughs> um i also struggled with being lustful with my eyes and my mind like not having the best thoughts not having the best eyes with what i was watching i was watching shows that there was some demonic stuff in the shows and just like hypersexuality and 
And I know nowadays the shows are freaking crazy. They show so much. It's like you're watching, you're almost watching porn, like the nudity, the sex scenes, like all of that. And also like there was a period of time after I first got saved where I wasn't listening to regular music. I was just finding Christian music and listening to worship and like as I got older because again that was when I was 16 as I'm like hitting 19 20 in that no 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 not 19 20 17 18 in that first relationship that was bad that's where the drinking started a lot because he was older than me so he would buy us alcohol and I mean I did still like drink younger which is terrible you know all of my friends have been older than me so i have had access <laughs> um not okay i don't laugh like that it was a good thing but i was i was bad i was bad but like nobody knew you know what i mean like i i wore this mask to hide behind oh this is nice nash goody little two shoes but then as i was getting older i felt like i had to break that and try to fit in and show people that I could hang, that I could drink, you know, that, you know, I didn't want people to think that, oh, you gave your life to God, you're a Christian now, like, you're holier than thou, and that was the problem. I was trying to fit in with church and Christianity, and I was also trying to fit in with worldly friends and just at work and just, like, yeah, all that. So, listen, your eyes and your ears, what you intake definitely makes a difference i feel like i could physically feel a switch in me whenever we were listening to bad bunny or doja cat all that bad stuff i felt a switch in me i felt my mindset shift i felt like i don't know how to explain it like like something was turning on inside of me my like my flesh was being activated when i would watch those bad shows and listen to the bad music and it would be easier to go drinking and and make bad decisions when i was under that kind of influence and yes shows music that is also an influence it's not just drugs and alcohol these are all spirits that attach to you from these things and influence you to make these decisions to be you know more likely to make decisions to feed your flesh and it's no it's no bueno it's no bueno so i deal with that there was also which this was something god had to teach me because i didn't realize it I dealt with a lot of self-hate and security, like not not thinking highly of myself. And I didn't realize that that's because I idolized myself. And, you know, you, you think of an idol of something that is like you worship in the best way, you know, all these positive things associated with that. But when you idolize something, it's just that you're giving your full attention and energy and effort towards it. So all that bad those bad thoughts, those negative feelings, all that hate and, and nitpicking and insecurities and all that that I had towards myself was because I had myself as an idol in my life. I was thinking so, way too much about myself, how I looked, how I thought, how I talked, how I dressed, how I like my physical body, how my voice sounded, if I was laughing too obnoxiously, like all these things nitpicking and that's because, you know, I, I like I wasn't believing what I read in the Bible about who God made me to be. I had an identity crisis because I would read it and be like, oh, okay. And then, you know, a, a fleshly thought would come up of like, oh, that doesn't look good. Or the enemy would whisper in my ear and these seeds were planted. And instead of casting them down, cutting it off, I fed it because I would come into agreement with it and begin to speak these negative things over myself. And that would that brew a mindset that I am still now to this day trying to break because even last night and I keep bringing up pickleball because that's where it comes out a lot 
We went to play pickleball last night, and it's been a few weeks since Thanksgiving that I played, and I was starting to suck. I was missing balls. I was like, it felt like I was starting at zero again, and I was being so hard on myself. And what is that? That Oh my gosh, I just had a full circle moment now. The self-criticism being hard on myself is because I idolized myself so much that I wanted to be the best of the best. I wanted to try to be perfect. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No. I also like on that topic of idolizing self, I always try to have a plan for everything and be in control and know what's coming and how to prepare because I struggled with being anxious a lot. I struggled with a crippling anxiety. Me trying to be in control was like trying to self-soothe and it never lasted. It was always temporary and it kind of ties into all the mental health torment that I was struggling with, with anxiety, fear, depression, a mind that would race and not shut up and not, like, I had no peace. I had no rest. I dealt with loneliness. I dealt with anger. Like, I would suppress all my feelings and then blow up. And it would happen like that. It was just a cycle of like, okay, they didn't mean that, whatever. I'm just going to suck it down, tuck it in. And then one thing would set me off and I was, I would blow up. I was a bomb. And only towards the people that I love. Like I never blew up on anyone because I didn't want them to have a different idea of me. I didn't want them to not see nice Nash or goody two shoes Nash or she's always so smiley and happy Nash. I also dealt with feeling small and unheard. Like and it happens now too, but like I know God hears me and stuff, so it's not as serious. But you know, growing up, I was always quiet. I was always shy. I would have other people speak for me, even ordering food. I, I didn't like talking on the phone. Now that I've come into my confidence in God, of course, I am, you know, I speak out more. And there was a lot of moments where people would talk over me or not respond to me. And I noticed that it kind of triggers something in me where I feel unheard and I feel like not worthy enough to, oh, am I about to cry? I was feeling like not worthy enough for people to hear what I had to say. So that's why I would stay quiet a lot. And when I did start to speak up and it still happened, I feel like the enemy was just in my ear telling me, well, whether you're quiet or not, they don't want to hear it. So you shouldn't, you should just stop. That's wrong. (laughs) I'm tearing up saying that because there's some moments even like this week or whatever that, you know, I'd be like someone would speak over me or I would say something and I wouldn't get a response. And I kind of felt those feelings coming back. But listen, when you push back on the enemy, he's going to push back harder. And that's when you start pushing back with God. You know, you always got to push back with God because he's the strongest and it's going to be a daily battle. Just because God delivers you and heals you from these things, you know, I I let go of all these things. They are trying to come back to me times 10 to take the place that is now empty from those spirits and those negative evil things. So that was just like my rap sheet of things that I was coming into this year with, things that I've been struggling with for years, my whole life, and things that God kind of really put, you know, the spotlight on for me to realize that I was dealing with certain things. And and also that I wasn't being as honest as I kind of held myself in this light to be. And I was lying to the people around me, just pretending that everything's okay. And it, it like ate away at me. It ate away at me. The direction that I want to take this in is we're just kind of going to go, gotta, 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 we're just going to go through the vision board like areas because I kind of do it by areas and I'll talk about what God has done and the scriptures that I put there. That way we can kind of break it down section by section in digestible 
bites you know and i've done this every year like even before like truly giving my life to god i would you know get a board or get like a a poster or whatever and cut up pictures and make my own text and pictures of stuff to make a vision board and before this year i didn't realize that i was over here making manifestation boards thinking that i could visualize these things and i could make it happen that is straight up witchcraft Now, I'm not saying that making vision boards are bad, but it's your heart posture. This, the difference that I did this year, literally me and my best friend, we were sitting, we were playing worship music, we were praying, we were, I was working with God even before we made the boards, asking him, God, what is your vision for me this year? What are the things that you want for me this year? Give me the desires of your heart for my life and my purpose that you've put in me and i also intentionally made it a point to add scriptures instead of like category titles because i wanted to make sure that i stayed focused on god's word and what he said he's gonna do this year now there are some things on the board that haven't come to pass but that doesn't mean that it never will we shouldn't box god into the year that he decides to give you a vision or a dream for something so for example like my health my health didn't really progress or be healed this year i am healed in jesus name i already accepted beforehand the fruition the that actually manifesting physically for me didn't happen this year but i'm not boxing god up into that it's only gonna if it didn't happen between january 2023 and december 2023 it's done it's not happening he'll will he'll download certain things in you and make you wait <laughs> and that's where i'm at both with my health with my career god's given me you know, this passion and desire for creation (sighs) back in, you know, probably obviously when I was 15 and stuff, when I started trying to make YouTube videos, but this has been a long time coming where I feel the call of God to do this and be able to do this full time. And I have my own business and I know it's going to take off. It's just a matter of being faithful in the waiting season. God wants to see how much I'm going to trust and wait on him before he actually blesses me with the growth and the increase of my business and all the creation and all that stuff that I'm doing. That's just an example because a lot of people get discouraged. Oh, but God said this year. No, he told you this year. Like he said it to you in this year because now it's something that he wants you to look forward towards. He wants you to look and give it to him. He's going to give you a dream he wants you to surrender it and sacrifice it back to him so that he can make it happen because if we try to do it in our own will mm -mm, we're gonna destroy it and of course god will take things and make it for his our good and his glory that's just a point to just not be discouraged if let's say you make a vision board for 2024 and there's some things that don't happen that doesn't mean it's not gonna happen do not box god into the one year that he gave you that dream in I had to learn that the hard way because there were some things that I kept putting on my boards year after year after year and nothing was happening. And hello, I'm over here like, well, why? Even like me going to film school, changing my major, opening a business, and it's been slow. But I've been faithful. God called me to take this time and start focusing on my creation instead of the clients. And he's he's doing the thing and i'm being faithful and i'm waiting because when i fully surrender my business and all these things to god he's gonna make it fruitful and he will make it flourish because it's for him not for me let's let's break it down step by step so the first section that i have on my board i did a section for relationships and i have a picture of me and my mom because i moved out a few months before i made this board like i moved out at the end of 2022 and I wanted to make sure that 
I poured into my relationship with her this year because it, it was switching to a different different type of relationship. It's It wasn't any longer that I'm living with her, seeing her every day, you know, we're very close-knit. We would do a lot of things together. The dynamic of our relationship changed once I moved out and also once I got married. So I put that there as a reminder to prioritize her, focus on that. And, and I prayed to surrender to God that my mom would get closer to God and give her life seriously. And, and that, and you know, I can testify and say what you guys heard in her episode. She's doing it. And, and it's all that I've prayed for. And I'm so grateful to God for it. I also put a photo of me and my husband and my best friend and her husband because I felt God pulling us to build community with them, to get closer with them because that's good company. That's iron sharpens iron. And I wasn't always in the best company, not making the best decisions. But whenever we would be around them, like I felt God being like, these are your people. These are your people to do life with cultivate that spend time with them prioritize it and we have gotten so close with them and i'm so grateful that's family there's another picture of me and my best friend alone because you know we weren't as close in the previous year you know she moved away we just weren't seeing each other as much and then which we've also talked about recently i was struggling with all these things and i was keeping it to myself so not a lot of people knew what i was going through but she didn't necessarily know that the extent of what I was struggling with until I confessed everything and the freedom I found in that. And we've grown so much since that moment that I confessed to her all these things that I was lying about and hiding. And I was scared because I didn't want like that's the thing that people like think I was afraid to confess these things to her and to confess some things to my husband and to my mom because I was afraid that they were gonna leave me if they knew like in my head and this is the enemy like how evil you are how bad you are you're a liar you know you're fake all this stuff you know I'm grateful that God gave me people that stayed and you should have people that stay. And if you don't have anyone, pray and ask God to bring you a, a strong, godly community of people that are going to stay with you through the highs and lows, baby, because that's life. So we've gotten to focus on our relationship a lot this year and grow closer and more open. There's also a photo that I have of me, my husband, and one of our other best friends. And little did I know what putting this photo on the board was foreshadowing. Like, let's keep in mind, my year was let it go. I told you I had to let go of people, things, habits, whatever. I had to let go of this friendship and it hurt a lot. And it was it was for the good of both of us. And I'm, I just want to talk openly about it because I'm not ashamed. Obviously, I'm not going to give like crazy details because it's, you know, I respect the privacy of the person. But... I had spent some time kind of giving in to the things of the world. And I realized that this relationship was, I was trying to do good and bring and help bring this person more to God. And I, it was actually doing the opposite. And I didn't want to misrepresent God. And I just felt God telling me that if you really want to seek me, you need to sacrifice this friendship because you're doing more harm than good here. I had to let go of this friend and it was hard. It was painful. It's someone that I, I love and care for to this day. I didn't realize that putting the picture here was God kind of showing me that this was something that I had to let go. I had to let go of the friendship. I have grown so much since and I've learned so much and I, you know, I just wasn't strong enough. God, I, you know, I thought that I had to go out there and, and be the one to save everyone. And with that mindset alone, I'm going in at a, at a disadvantage. <laughs> so that was something that was hard this year. Because, you know, there were some good things that I let go of. All these, these sins and these spirits and all this evilness that was in my life, I let go of. But there was also 
some things that it didn't make sense. I didn't get it at first, but I I just obeyed God and now I understand why he did this. And, you know, I'm the type of person now where I'd rather not be your friend, but you get right with God and give your life to God and find God than to try to be your friend just to keep you in my life. You know what I mean? I'd rather see you in heaven and never see you again on this earth than be bestie every day and then you're not there when, you know, when the time comes, you're the missing face. So, uh, yeah, just a little, you know, a little hard, a hard moment this year. I trust God. He's working. He is moving. It's, it's, Sometimes God's going to call you to sacrifice people, sacrifice relationships. You just got to trust him because God knows the the whole story. We only know now. And when you're in the middle of it, it may seem like it doesn't make sense. It may seem like a punishment. But what did I say earlier? God corrects and disciplines everyone that he loves. There was also my marriage. So I got engaged back in 2022 and I already knew, like we decided that we didn't want to be engaged forever. We were not trying to have a Pam and Roy situation. (laughs) So I put a section on my board with a photo of us with Matthew 19 verse four through six. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. There's also a photo of a couple holding hands with rings and a couple holding hands with their Bibles and praying. That's something too, like our, you know, we got married back in March and it was one of the best days of my life. It was not how I expected. Growing up, I would think that I would have the big fairy tale wedding and everybody that I've ever known will be there. And God humbled me and showed me like, this is just about the two of you. And I didn't want to let money or just other things kind of dictate what kind of wedding I was going to have. And it just all came together so beautifully. And God's hand was in it. We eloped. We got married. We had a very, very intimate wedding in a garden, beautiful. And, you know, nothing fancy, fancy, nothing fancy schmancy, but uh, my heart was filled to the brim that day. And oh, I can't believe that I'm married. It's crazy. And God is just so faithful because I thought that with the first relationship that I messed up so bad that I was going to be single and alone for the rest of my life because I didn't think that God would trust me to try to do it again. And even doing it again with another person and we messed up, but we sought after God. We've seeked his forgiveness. We repented. And that's something I didn't do in the previous relationship. And that relationship was just not meant to be at all. Um, That was a lesson, but I'm just grateful for the way God redeemed what I've been through with bless me with the man of God. And marriage isn't easy. You know, we haven't been married a full year yet. We're almost there. In March of 2024, we'll have been married for a year, March 12th. And even in our first year of marriage, when everyone's expecting the lovey-dovey, the honeymoon, like, yes, we are so in love. He is my best friend, but we've gone through some hard, hard, you know, little seasons that just in the few months of being married. And it's, it's helped us grow a lot, you know. Enemy definitely tried to get in the middle of us a few times and he failed as he does, but I'm just grateful and I pray that my marriage is something that's going to continue to glorify God. And I always pray that God helps me be be a better wife and, you know, build up my husband, help me build up this home. And eventually, you know, we're going to have little chicken nuggets, little chickies, little babies. Oh, I don't want to think about that. I don't feel ready for that. I still feel like a baby. That's not happening. We'll move on. (laughs) That's not happening yet. (laughs) Um, 
I also had a section with like my creativity and my my career. Like I love video editing, content creation, all that. So, and that's something that I've loved since I was in high school. And one of my friends showed me a Bethany Moda video. You know who you are, girl. That sparked it for me. And ever since I saw that i was like i love youtube i love this let me create it like i i've always had a passion for that and just like mm, it just feeds my spirit and you know at first i tried to do it for my own good I, I had my own channel it grew a little bit and it's literally been at a standstill for years because i've been on and off i was just trying to do it for myself so it was never sticking but now that i've learned how to give things to god and how to do things for god and how to take what he's given me and give it right back to him i know that growth is coming and it's not that i'm doing it just for the growth it's for the impact of his kingdom that's the most important thing to make sure people get to see him in some form whether it's a person at work or somebody that watches a video or something god can plant seeds in all of these moments and it's all so planned divinely so i have a section there with uh, and it's funny i put the podcast mic there and i had a trial run this year with a different podcast but even that podcast didn't stick because it wasn't glorifying god it was just talking about entertainment and culture literally worldly stuff and i yeah yeah i quickly learned in that you know that experience that it, it didn't feel right it wasn't right i surrendered it to him i trusted him i started when i didn't feel ready when i didn't feel qualified enough to talk to people about god but he doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the call um but yeah and in this section with like career you know creativity i put and finances also i put versus uh, I put verse Philippians 4.13 and Deuteronomy 8.18. Philippians 4.13 is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Deuteronomy 8.18 is, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to you, swore to your ancestors as it is today. That was a reminder that it is not in my strength. It is not in my will. It's all God. And whenever God gives you something, you need to surrender, sacrifice it right back up to him, and he will cover you. The last thing is kind of like health, physical health and mental health. Obviously, you know, I put photos of nice, yummy fruits and clean veggies and working out and water and sunshine. I put verses Jeremiah 30, 17 and 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. Um, the Jeremiah verse is, I will restore your health and I will heal your wounds, declares the Lord. The 1 Corinthians Corinthians 6 19 to 20 or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own for you are bought with a price so glorify god in your body i have that i put a little a phrase that says your health is an investment not an expense mindset is everything rest prioritize your peace godfidence also big thing i needed to work on this year was boundaries so i have this little quote here and, and i don't know who said it because it doesn't have it on here so i guess unknown anonymous the intention behind boundaries is to not make you feel restricted or unfulfilled. Rather, they are meant to protect your energy, values, well-being, and essence. I've definitely had to put up boundaries with even what I'll talk about, what I will hear around me, what music I'm going to listen to, what shows I'm going to watch, what activities I'm going to participate in, all of that, because I needed to protect my spirit and, and 
myself from the things of the world that were going to try to pull me back. And with my health, like, that's one thing I mentioned. Like, my health did take a bit of a back burner this year. I got caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. I do want to honor my body and honor the body that God's blessed me with. Even with, you know, my celiac disease, I haven't talked about it that much on the podcast. But back in 2020, I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which is an autoimmune condition. So... To put it in the most basic terms, it's uh, my body has an allergic reaction to gluten. A lot of people don't know what gluten is, which is crazy, but gluten isn't everything. Gluten is wheat, rye, barley. It's a protein that my body has an autoimmune response to. And I dealt with extreme bloating, like talking about looking pregnant bloating, painful 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 cramps in my stomach like abdominal pain brain fog skin issues like hives and just just issues with my skin in general like psoriasis and eczema there would be like days on end where i wouldn't use the bathroom so i kind of had like some ibs constipated and then with diarrhea like it was just a mess my my gut health was a mess and it was affecting everything else and I did kind of once, you know, we got the diagnosis back in 2020, I was able to switch to a gluten-free diet and I've been strictly gluten-free for the last three years. Now, of course, we can't account for when we eat out, you know, that there's been times accidentally where I've eaten something that might have had traces of wheat or made up, might have not been made in a safe environment, which I paid, I have paid the price for. Because whenever I consume gluten, even a crumb, I'm out for the count. I have a terrible stomach ache, like I'm in and out of the bathroom. I'm not feeling myself. My skin just reacts and it's it's not always immediate. It's like the coming days and I'm just out of it for like a week or two at a time because it does take a while for gluten to get out of your system. But I was just feeling discouraged with my health because... I truly believe with everything in me that I am covered by the blood of Jesus. I am healed. God paid the price to heal me, not only of my sins, but of, you know, any sickness and disease in my body. And I was telling my best friend last night because we ordered pizza and they had a gluten-free pizza and I'm like I don't want to say that I have celiac or that I have an allergy because I feel like I'm affirming it. But at the same time, I have to because when I go out and order or when I need to look up something online. It's all like celiac, gluten-free, you know, like I have to say these things so that I can eat safely. But at the same time, I feel like I'm affirming it. Affirming it? I'm affirming it. So I'm like in this weird place where I like need to get with God on this because I don't want to affirm this illness and this disease and this allergy when I know that I am healed in Jesus' name. And it's just a matter of the fruition where it's going to come to my physical body. Now, One thing that, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give myself grace. I know that there's been, there have been times this year where I could have made better decisions with my food, definitely could have eaten smaller portions, but I am now, and I'm not waiting till January, I'm now in December getting back to a routine, trying to be more physical, trying to be more aware of what I'm eating and how much water I'm drinking and making sure that I take vitamins, minerals, supplements, you know, trying to fill in the gaps where my diet isn't meeting it. But there's also so like 
I have been, I don't want to say religiously, but I've been like really gluten-free, really trying, really cautious, really careful. And it's tiring. You know, it's draining to have to worry so much about what I eat, especially when I was already dealing with all these negative self-talk towards my body and whatever. And it, it felt a little toxic to have to constantly be thinking about my food and about if I'm bloated and my pants gonna fit. I don't even remember the last time I comfortably wore a pair of jeans because I buy a pair of jeans one size, then one day they're too tight where I can't even button them, and then the next day they're like two sizes too big. And I I have returned, I wonder, I probably have returned at least like six to seven pair of jeans this year. I will buy them, wear them for a couple days, have a problem, and I'm like, I'm done. So it's it's been a struggle because I'm trying not to be so focused on my self-image, like in that negative light, because I want to have a confidence. I want to know, of course, I'm beautiful, wonderfully, fearfully, and wonderfully made, all this and this, but I don't want to have the focus beyond those things in vain, like the vanities. Um, so... I'm getting with God on this, and I know 2024 is going to be a year where my health changes for the better. I recently was able to find a holistic health program that accepts insurance because, oh my gosh, I definitely have to get my hormonal health in check. Like, that's a a for sure, like, probably why I'm still having issues even after, you know, having done the diet portion for gluten-free. Oh my gosh, like, I follow all these, like, really great accounts on Instagram that they talk about hormonal health and it's like these nurses that you can work these coaches these health providers that you can work with but holy moly it's like so expensive and I was like I'm gonna have to put myself in debt to get healthy but finally like random and it's not random it's God I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see an ad for something and I click on the website and I'm reading about it it's exactly what I was looking for and they accept insurance so I'm gonna just try because I've gone to doctors I've I've felt like hopeless in the sense that everyone says the same thing oh just eat a gluten-free diet and you're fine or you just have IBS you have to deal with it no I don't have to deal with it I refuse to live the rest of my life in bondage physically with my health and my body because I'm healed and Jesus paid the price so I can live on this earth healed and set free in Jesus name so yeah I'm I'm looking into that I'm gonna start doing that and like setting it up um over the next week just trying to get some more information but you know 2024 definitely has an emphasis on health now that God is shaking so much off of me he had to get all these things out of my life and now there is room for growth now it's like he stripped you of all the bad and now he's gonna build you back up with all the good and I'm grateful God is so amazing I I like about cried when I looked at the board and just realized it kind of like again, it was a full so full circle moment of all that God's done this year and all that He's gonna continue to do. Even now, I said like I'm ending this year in a season of waiting, where I've pushed and pushed and pushed with the Lord, and I just trust Him. I know that when the time is right, He will answer me. There's a scripture that says, "When the time is right, I will answer you." He is faithful. He is good. And these last few weeks. I've been pushing as hard as I've ever pushed with God and digging so deep in. And he's been good. He's answering me. He's giving me, he's literally, as I ask him for strength, he's giving it to me. As I ask him for joy, he's giving it to me. As I ask him for peace and rest, he's giving it to me. And I'm so thankful because I can't, like, anytime that I've ever tried to do things in my own strength and my own will, 
I have failed, I have struggled, it, it ends up being a lot harder. But when you trust on the Lord, trust on, when you trust in the Lord, lean on the Lord and let it go. I had to let go of the self-control, the sin, the world. I let it all go for him this year, little by little. And now at the end, I'm here with an empty vessel. I'm here ready for God to just come and, and fill me up. And he has been filling me up every day that I've genuinely gone and seeked him out. Just, I hope this is an encouragement to you that with the sacrifices, with the pain, like it's so worth it. I've gone through such a pruning season and it hasn't always been easy. I've questioned God. I've cried. I've been desperate and and doubtful and confused but in all that because i gave it to god i gave th those feelings are bound to come up like we are in these earthly bodies in these earthly little warm minds we're not always gonna get it we cannot understand god fully in our finite our finite minds and i feel like that's a form of protection that god puts for us because if we knew it all would we, would we continue <laughs> like just genuinely ask yourself, if you knew all that was to come, would you continue with God? I hope this is an encouragement to you that you shouldn't fear what you might have to sacrifice or give up because anything that God has taken away from you is for your good and he is a redeemer. He will come back tenfold with blessing and with growth and with love and all the things that are truly going to fulfill you and give you life while we're here on this earth. Oh man, this year was a crazy year and oh my gosh looking back it's like i feel like the year just started i i still can so vividly see new year's eve 2022 where we went to our best friend's house we ate salmon tacos we tried to find the ball drop on youtube and it just wasn't like we were having technical difficulties but we put on worship the first song that came on was a song that says we prepare the way for jesus from maverick city oh my gosh and we all just get on our knees we're praying we're at the table together writing down what we need prayer for and we're praying one by one for each person that was such a powerful moment for me because i feel like that definitely fueled my faith and yes i might have still struggled the first coming months of the year but god is faithful and he redeemed so much do not be afraid of what is to come no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the name of jesus if god calls you to do a thing obey it is so worth it there have been so many things this year that i was scared to do that i didn't understand that i didn't want to do because i know it would hurt but i did it and and god showed me that he's there he's holding me up he's walking with me he's carrying me when i can't go on when i'm not strong enough to go on and Yes, again, I'm ending the year off not where I expected at all, but grateful to God for the growth, grateful to God for truly feeling that I'm walking the narrow path with him. Because if I would have died last year, if I would have died last year, I would have been going to hell. And that's so scary to think of. Like when I, when God kind of told me that it like took my breath away. It's a scary thought. Like if you're die if you were to die today, where are you going? Are you a hundred percent for sure that God's not gonna spit you out and say, Get away from me, I never knew you? That's scary. And I don't want that for anyone. I don't want that I don't want that at all. So that's the goal every day is to make sure that you're truly seeking after the Lord. You're seeking to live righteously by him, which just means living right by God. It's not anything crazy. People hear righteousness and they get scared. It seems intimidating, but it's not. You just gotta live right by God. Not self righteous, not right by you not right in your eyes you know so 
I hope this is an encouragement to you. I want to pray over you. And I don't know what you've been through this year, but it led you here to this episode to hear my story for a reason. God led you here. And I hope that this gives you, it fuels your faith for the year coming. Listen, 2024 is going to be wild. It's going to be amazing. I could just feel like coming in with this foundation that God's helped me build this year. It's going to be crazy the things to come next year. And I'm so excited. I'm ready to ride this thing with God because I know that no matter what, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he has shown me, especially in this last month, it's been hard. There have been blows coming left and right, things not working out, just like the world, the enemy's trying to beat me down. And God has shown me that I can have joy in him. I have joy. I have I have peace in him. I, I have an assurance in him that I know, yeah, this doesn't look like it's going to get fixed. It doesn't look like anything's happening, but he's moving on the back end. He's moving and he's going to answer when the time's right. And he just wants me to be faithful now. He wants me to seek him now. All we have to do is seek him and seek righteousness. And he's going to do the rest for us. He's going to add to you. He's going to take from you. He's going to make you more like Jesus because that is the whole point. I want to die and get the crown and be someone that lived their life so unapologetically for the Lord. I want to hear that I was a good and faithful servant. I don't want to be spit out because I try to do things my own way. Like that's very, our, our, is very selfish because our time on this earth is just a little speck in the grand scheme of things. We were created by him and for him, not by him for us. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I just hope this was an encouragement to you. I hope it was a wake-up call to you. If you've been sitting on the fence or your booty hurts, you better get up and pick on the right side because you're on the wrong side. Mm. And let it go. If there's some things you're holding on to, some dead relationships, some bad habits, some sins that you can't shake, give it to God. Let it go because you're going to keep going in the same cycle over and over again, never moving on until you fully let it go and 100% surrender it to God. Sacrifice it to God. Ooh. I feel that because I feel I dealt with that for years and years. I was holding on to things. I was waiting to see, but what if God does this? But what if God, no, like when I was in this friendship, but what if God changes them? What if God brings them to like, what if I need to be in their life for them to know God? No, Mm-mm-mm. that's when you start taking things in your own hand. No, let the person go move on. Let the habits go. Move on. Let the sin go. Move on. Let the world go. Move on. Let go of trying to be in control. Let go of of yourself. Drop yourself. You need to pick up your cross and crucify your flesh every day and ask God for the strength and he will give it to you. Oh, I felt that. Somebody, Somebody needed to hear that. Let me know if you needed to hear that. You need What are some things you need to let go of? Ask God. You might not even realize it because there were so many things that I was dealing with that I didn't realize it was killing me. It was bad. And again, if, if you die today, where are you going? Are you sure that you're going to go to heaven or are you going to hell? That's scary, but that's, that's like the truth. It's the harsh reality of this. If you need prayer... As I say always, my DMs are open. Send me a message at Beautiful Mess Pod. Um, also, I've been starting to post on my YouTube channel again, so check me out at Nashisan. My personal Instagram is at Nashisan too, if you want to. Yeah, I haven't really posted that much there, to be honest, but I've had a, a weird relationship with social media this year that God has healed me from because it was toxic and the enemy was using it as a weapon against me to cripple me in fear and to scare me, but I took the power back 
and i'm getting back on it little by little of course but yeah if you need prayer if you want to talk if whatever i said resonated with you let me know let's talk i can pray for you like i'm always down to get dms to chat because we need people on this journey and i hope that this podcast is blessing you if you have ideas for things that i want to that i should talk about in the next year things that you want to hear more about questions for me i would love to do a q a episode that'll be fun and also if you want to come on the podcast send me a dm we can maybe work something out i mean normally i do recordings in person but we can figure out something some zoom situation or whatever i don't know i'm i'm open i'm not gonna box god in he's doing so many amazing things and remember at the end of the day god is faithful he is the same yesterday today and forever he is the only thing to hold on to that's never gonna change when you hold on to people and things and and statuses you're always gonna be left disappointed and hurt because those things are always temporary okay lean on the lord I love you all. I pray that God blesses you. I pray that he just opens your eyes in these last two weeks of the year to know where you need to focus on with him, what you need to let go of. And mm, mm, just give give him one year. That's what I did. Give him a year. Give him a month. Give him a day. Give him something. Because once you start, yes, there's gonna it's, it's going to be a bumpy ride. But... He's your seatbelt. He is your seatbelt. He is driving. He is the vehicle. You're good. (laughs) But yeah, I'll stop here because I'll keep talking and I hope that the episode made sense. I don't know if I jumped around too much, but you know what? Mm -mm. The Lord rebuked me, Satan. I'm starting to overthink. The Holy Spirit said what he had to say. Thank you, God, for using me. Thank you for these people listening. I pray that you open their eyes to what you want them to work on for this upcoming year and how they can give their lives deeper to you. I pray that we can grow a community of believers that are on fire for you lord and we are just truly seeking you and truly seeking a righteous life with you lord bring the people here that need to hear open their eyes open their ears soften their hearts crucify their flesh that we may glorify you and honor you with our lives i pray over this upcoming year that your your mighty hand works and that your protection covers us we are i plead the blood of jesus over 2024 and i'm gonna pray right now lord start to download in me what we're working on next year what is my phrase for next year is it a continuation what's going on y'all just talk to god like that in jesus name amen talk to him god i need strength get me out of this bed this morning help me go to the gym help me see what i need to change who do i need to let go of what do i need to move on from what's keeping me back from fully experiencing your goodness and your grace in my life Mm. just because you're not experiencing something doesn't mean it's not there aka god his presence his goodness his grace his mercy Mm. now you think about that okay i gotta go i need to clean i need to uh get this edited so that way i'm not at the last second sunday night doing this (laughs) thank you for oh i was about to say thank you for watching thank you for listening to the beautiful mess podcast our 2023 end of year review um again i pray it blessed you make sure you follow a lot of you guys listen and you're not followed at the show to your library 2024 is gonna be a crazy ride so you don't want to miss out on what god's doing here plug in to him and yeah god bless you all and enjoy your holiday season. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I'm out. Bye.